OGP. What up? Hey, OGP. What up? Hey, welcome to the family. Oh, hey. (laughs) What's going on, man? Bada bing, bada boop, Betty Boop. What is going on? Got the OGPster in the house. How you doing, brother? I'm well. Thank you very much. Life is good. My apologies to everybody uh, waiting on us. It was my fault. My computer took a duty on me a few minutes ago. No, you're fired. You're fired. But, um, uh, you know, otherwise life is good. And, um, you know, I had a lot of fun watching this movie that we're about to talk about right here. Oh, awesome. Awesome. That's awesome to hear. What is going on? All you mobster movie maniacs out there. It's your boy, Fat Samurai Guy, back again, hanging out with the OG Peaster. That's right. Uh, who we got in the house here? We got Jake Hall. What is going on? Welcome, my friend. We got the anti-hero headbanger. That's right. He has, doesn't have a clue about the movie, but he's coming in to hang out. Hey, it's good to have <laughs> you here, my friend. And a quick reminder, don't forget, this is a spoiler discussion. The movie has been out for a while. Heather, how you doing? And Pazuzu, what's up, dudes? What's going on, bro? Yeah, all right. All right. The outfit. So I, I didn't I didn't want to uh, watch and review this without the OGP because the OGP is he he's a mob movie enthusiast an enthusiast yes authority no (laughs) (laughs) i i i I, like i like to tell uh everybody i love movies i like watching them i don't proclaim to be an expert right so um you know forgive me if there's things here and there that i don't know okay i just i love mob movies maybe Mm -hmm. my favorite like you know, a uh, little like subgenre or whatever. Right, right. Besides horror and all the other cool yeah. stuff there. Oh, we got the sexy one himself. We, we, sumo. What's going on, man? How you doing, brother? All right. So I was like, you know what? I know OGP love him some mob movies. Yes. So so what made me uh, want to watch this was that I heard good things and I saw a trailer like a while back. And uh, it looked like a type of movie I enjoy when I'm in the mood for something different. Um, okay. uh, I like, it's not, these type of films are not for everybody. I could totally understand that because Agree. not a lot of people like one location movies. Uh, sometimes it works for the movie. Sometimes it doesn't work. A good example of ones that work would be, you know, you have misery, you have the hateful eight, the, the perfect for me, I always use this. This is my go-to for one location movies that knock it out of the park is 12 angry men. OGP, have you seen that? I no, I don't believe so. It's if I came to you and I was like, "Yo, you got to see this movie." It's a, it's a, it's filled with a, a twelve, you know, curmudgeony, angry dudes in one room, and they argue, and that's the movie. <laughs> it's probably nothing you, me, and you like normally would be get get excited about, right? You're yeah. Like, eh, it's yeah. fucking great, bro. Oh, okay. It is fantastic. Twelve Angry Men. The original, okay. the classic, the original. Gotcha. That's a perfect example of one location movies, smaller scale dramas okay. done right. That's how you do it. That's perfection. Okay. Right? Then yeah, uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to add that to my list here. Uh, yes, movies yes. To check yes. out. I think it's on Criterion. I'm not positive about that, but you might be able to watch it for free uh, somewhere. Yeah. You know what? I seem to recall it being on Criterion, but um, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about signing up for that Criterion channel because there's a lot of Criterion movies that I'm like, I'd like to see this, 
but either want to try it before I buy it. There you go. Yeah. I don't know if I really want to drop 30 bucks on this. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. And and it might be one of those things where, wow, that's a great movie. I enjoyed that, but you don't have, you don't necessarily want to buy it, but you did watch it and you liked it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's a good idea, man. How much is that a month? You know, Uh, that I, I, I think it's only, it might be like six bucks or uh, something. I don't think it's really, I don't think it's that much. I haven't, um, I only learned about it from um, Master Chaos told me about it. Uh, oh, okay, nice, nice. Uh, shout out to Master Chaos, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> this another reason why I picked this movie. My fault, I, $10.99 a month, $10.99 a month, my that's fault. That's still not bad for the club. Yeah, I mean, it, if library. you get it, maybe you mm-hmm. get it for like two months. That's the cost of one Criterion. You watch like... Right. 10 movies in those cu- in those couple months, you know, get right, your money's worth. Right. right. Copy. That's not that's not bad. That's not bad. We got uh Brian Sanchez in the house. He's saying, "What's up OGP?" What up? That's right. We got uh Mr. King Palma just showing up. Jake Hall on some more extra badasses. And Heather says uh she loves old gangster movies with James Cagney. Humphrey Bogart. That's right. And Edward yeah. G. Robinson. We going to make... Yeah, I'm Shane. Bogart. Yeah, you see? Yeah. <laughs> I think um, I haven't seen that many Humphrey Bogart movies, but. Oh, what are you, some kind uh, of wise guy? <laughs> <laughs> the one that I saw was great. And it was, help me out here, Heather. It was, um, oh, it's been so long, but it was like the, the treasure at. God damn it. That's mm. the name of the movie. The Treasure at God Damn It. <laughs> it's but it's the movie where it's the movie where badges? We don't need no stinking badges. That oh, line okay. yeah. comes from that movie. And that yeah. it was one of those movies where um it was like, oh great, my dad's showing me one of these old movies. And I was young and stupid. I didn't know any better. Yeah. And I was just like, uh right. <laughs> but then after I got done watching it, I was like, wow, that was a really good movie. But anyway, yeah. we're getting sidetracked but we're having fun talking movies which is what the channel is all about so another reason again like i was saying earlier another reason why i wanted to pick this movie not just because i heard it was good but um i needed a break from being disappointed constantly (laughs) and 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 og it's funny it's funny it's just like destiny that we're talking about this movie because i was feeling the same way and ogp was feeling the exact same way but for different, for different kind of similar reasons, but different type of you know genres. So when I was talking to OGP about it, he was like, "Dude, I need something different, man, because I've been watching some crappy, shitty movies." Yes, like God mm. damn it, like bottom of the barrel. Like I need, I need something different. You know, I need, it, a, I need a break. It's funny you mentioned bottom of the barrel because yeah. that's what the group name is. That I'm going to be on the video tomorrow night with Master Chaos and uh, Tony of the Dead, nice, uh, my nice. my killer podcast, uh, Bullet Blake Slipcover Brother Chaos. Nice. We have this group called Bottom of the Barrel where one person gets to pick, and every two weeks we watch these two movies. Whoever picks them, yeah, and then they get to host the video on their channel. And the goal is to pick the crappiest movies ever. So right. I told them, just wait, just <laughs> wait, because yeah. you know, I know some oh. shitty movies. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. So. Okay, so it's, I gotta start watching more of it's those. On. I, I, gotta, I gotta start watching more of those. But yeah, for you, it was you've been watching a lot of bottom of the barrel movies, so you wanted a little break for something different. For me, I've been watching a lot of big budget 
triple A movies that have been okay. disappointing me. Yeah. Whether they're triple A movies or triple A shows that I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm tired of this. So same, we're yeah. on the same page, okay. just different. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the outfit. So yeah. uh, hold on a second. Let me bring it up here. I got a little bit of info IMDB here. So the, the plot synopsis is very, is it starts off very simplistic, but then it gets a little, little bit more interesting as the movie goes. But the movie's about yeah. you have an expert cutter, not a tailor. Don't call him a tailor now. Do not call him uh, a tailor. An expert cutter must outwit a dangerous group of mobsters in order to survive a fateful night. So this is directed by Graham Moore, who this, this is like his first uh, big movie. Oh wow! Uh, he he is known for writing the Imitation Game, uh, mm, which okay. starred uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, the movie also stars uh, this movie also stars Mark Rylance as Leonard, and he uh, won Best Supporting Actor in Steven Spielberg's Bridge of Spies. He was also in Dunkirk. Uh, Zoe Dutch is in. Uh, she plays Mabel. She was in Zombieland Two: Electric Boo- Boogaloo. Uh, double tap. Now, you know, I'm a huge Zombieland fan, OGP. Something didn't look right with that sequel in the trailer. Like, I got a bad feeling about the sequel. Yeah. Is it worth buying or watching? Can't tell you. Can't oh, tell okay. you. So, Never mind. <laughs> I, it's funny because you know, all the, the movies you mentioned, the titles you mentioned that uh-huh. were, you know, Graham Moore and Mark Rylance were responsible for. I was like, yeah, all three of those excellent movies. And then you're like, and Zoe Dutch was in <laughs> a shitty, shitty movie. <laughs> Um, no, the trailer looked so bad. Yes, yeah, something. Zombieland I, I got a bad vibe. I, I you know, I, I love Zombieland so yeah. much that I was like, I just can't do this to myself right. yeah. and end up hating this franchise because right. of where they went with it. So. <laughs> All right, well, I will, I will continue to stay away. <laughs> uh, Dylan O'Brien, who plays Richie, uh, he uh, was in a solid action movie. Not amazing, but it was it was a good watch. It was called American Assassin with Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. He like also was in a... Oh, cool, nice. Yeah, Michael Keaton was great in it, too. Yeah. Um, he's also in a... I, I consider it an extremely underrated post-apocalyptic comedy called uh, Love and Monsters, which is a movie title that I would just completely pass on. But when you watch the movie, it's actually kind of funny. It's okay. actually a fun post-apocalyptic movie. Okay. Uh, he was in that. And then Johnny Flynn, who plays Francis. Francis. Uh, was, uh, played David Bowie in the movies, in the biopic Stardust, which I, I'm not sure if that's any good. Uh, biopics are hard to do. Yeah. You know? but, uh, but that's who we have here. There's, there's some other ones, but I just wanted to get the meat uh, out of there. So, oh, here we go. Thank you, Heather. The Treasure. Hold on. Let me bring this up. Treasure of Sierra Madre. That's oh, the name okay. of that movie with Humphrey okay. Bogart. Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. Yeah, that was that was good stuff, man. Uh, let's see here. Who else we got here in house? Brian, what's going on, man? What is he's a fan of horror and gangster horror movies and gangster movies. All right, all right. Sour fruit. What's going on? How you doing? <laughs> well, love all me right, some so, sour fruit. So, <laughs> so before we jump into it, a quick warning. If you guys are expecting a nonstop action thrill ride gangster movie, <laughs> if you're expecting like Scarface or a very fast paced movie like Goodfellas or Scorsese or something like this <laughs> from Untouchables, if you're expecting this kind of movie, you might be a little disappointed. Yeah. Uh, but I I knew not to expect that kind of movie going into it. And the trailer yeah. looked like a small scale drama. 
in one yeah. location. That's that's so I wasn't like, yeah. You know, I oh, kind of ex- I kind of expected something like Clue, oh, okay. something like that where it's you know kind of like a, a whodunit, you know, mm-hmm. in one kind of place. Um, yeah, like a, like a Ready or Not without the violence, you know, kind of right. thing, trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but we got, yeah, it was, it was kind of like that. It was kind of like, instead of the whodunit, it was like, where's the tape, <laughs> yeah. which we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're introduced to Leonard here. He is a, he is a craftsman. He is not a tailor. He is anybody with a needle and thread and, and has 15 minutes could be a tailor. Yeah. It takes many, a lot of skill <laughs> to be a cutter. Yeah. He's something else. This guy, um, I feel with this actor who's, he did a great job in the movie. I feel like if you would have got a bad actor to play that lead, yeah. I think the movie would have fell apart. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You needed somebody. Yeah, and the thing is, you needed. You didn't need um, De Niro. You didn't need. Mm-hmm. You know, even somebody like Anthony Hopkins. You didn't need that ultra superstar. You needed somebody who could play the part. Yeah. Somebody who was convincing. Uh, you know, and had somewhat of a resume on imdb but um yeah. this he was amazing he was fantastic uh you know I, I don't know i i just think i think he nailed it and as the film progresses where you see him go was all like built up throughout the movie so i, I absolutely loved it he was excellent perfect choice perfect casting yeah and the character of leonard was very 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 proud of what he did for a living, but very humble, very quiet, you know, didn't yeah. really want to, he's not, he's the type of guy. He's not going to shake things up. He's not going to go to the bar and dance on tables and shit. Like he's not yeah. that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in his shop that he has set up in Chicago in 1956, uh, they share a mailbox in there. So customers come in there and they drop stuff and pick up stuff. And, you know, we get some interesting shady characters uh, yeah. that be coming in and out of there. But, you know, our our lead here, uh, you know, it's their business. That's not his business. He's got he's, he's not one to ask questions. He's just there doing his job. Yep. And uh, you see that symbol on there. Well, that's the symbol of the outfit, the outfit. which will get uh, more explanation of what the outfit is a little bit later. I know if people are thinking like, oh, he's a tailor. Oh, the outfit. I get it. <laughs> no, Ta-da. Yeah, the Ta-da. little double entendre. There, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but uh, his secretary uh, the, who works with him, uh, or Mabel here, uh, they, uh, they kind of have a, a kind of a father-daughter relationship uh, a little bit. And she keeps asking him, you know, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, why? You're a man of class. You know, you're a man of family values. Like, what are you doing all the way from London? And she always has these dreams. You know, she collects these, these, uh, what do you, what do you call these? The uh, little uh, snow globes. Snow globes, yeah. And she collects these from different countries. She has dreams and aspirations of, uh, uh, aspirations of, uh, you know, going to Paris and, you know, getting out of Chicago and, move, you know, exploring the, the world and stuff like that. And she's like, what the hell? Why would you leave England? <laughs> To come all the way out here of all places, Chicago, you know, yeah. to Chicago, and uh, he's just like, well, it's you know, I I like it out here, you know, but the, the story of why he's there slowly starts to change throughout the movie. But at first, he's like, hey, I'm perfectly yeah. fine out here. I, I like it here. So, and I love how they gave us a little kind of flashback teasers uh, of his 
life and you know throughout the film you get a little teeny tiny bits and then at the end you're able to put all that information together and understand what's going on right right yeah for sure and now we're introduced to richie here as a richie boyle that's right that his father boyle runs the town uh richie's very cocky young uh waiting to take over he's the number two uh but he he has an interesting relationship with uh with uh leonard you know what i mean he's he's he, he's he tries to figure leonard out yeah. when he doesn't have to really you know they get in these conversations uh but he doesn't have to f- try to figure out because leonard's just a, a a cutter you know but yeah. he's just he's fascinated with his dialogue the way he talks you know his past so they they do talk to each other he's he's if he is fascinated with him when he yeah. left when uh you know they went to go pick up the mail uh get the important package uh, when he left, uh, Mabel and him kind of, she kind of looked at him in a, you know, strong way as, as Richie and his boy left, uh, the, the, the tailor shop. And, you know, basically we have a scene where, uh, Leonard and, and, and Mabel have this dialogue where he's like trying to hook her up with the guy down the street. <laughs> he's trying, you know, kind of be a father figure because he yeah. doesn't want her hanging out with riffraff. Yes. You know, and, yeah. but. You know, she's like, no, I'm a strong, independent woman that don't need no man. Because <laughs> that exists. That existed back in the 50s, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Go do your thing. Yeah. Um, you know, but no, she's she she had this line, like something like if you look into their eyes and you you, you show them. I forgot the exact line, but it was something like if, you, if you're just as strong or as badass of a presence, you look into their eyes just just as hard as they looking at you. Yeah. go back off or something like that yeah but but it was all a facade because uh she's been hanging out with little richie there they got yeah. a little something going on and uh goddamn bad boys you know fuck this man no, <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh th- we first get the um uh introduced with richie's jealousy of francis uh who we're going to be introduced to his character in a little bit and francis is like super buddy pals with his father because he took six marbles. I love how they call bullets marbles. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that. It's kind of funny. Yeah. So they, uh, they there was a hit on on his dad, and uh, Francis was there, his right hand man. Took those six bullets, those six marbles, and after that, uh, Father Boyle was just like he love he loves Francis. He kind of trusts Francis and stuff like that. So Richie's like. You know, hey, I'm the number two guy. This Francis guy is throwing his weight around. I don't like this guy. So we're already introduced uh, with them, a little bit of a rivalry here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, late in the night, um, we got we got we got our, our our home skillet here, Leonard, working late, and he hears a noise. He hears a knock at the door. He goes and answers the door, and then boom, man, Richie has been shot. Uh, and Francis is with him this time. They br- he brings Francis in. Of course, Leonard's freaking out. He's like, take him someplace else. This is not a hospital. Yeah. Uh, but what's interesting is <laughs> he's like, you know, I used to serve in the war and all that stuff. And he, that's why he's like, you know, he's looking at the wound. He's like, look, I, I, I served in the war. I know what this wound is is not good. The the marble yeah. went in and went, went all the way through, though, at least. Yeah. But he's looking like, this guy needs a doctor. He needs a hospital. But you know they don't. Want, uh, Francis doesn't want to take him out of there. So Francis is like, sew him up, yeah, sew him up. And then Leonard's like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> he's like, are you sure you want me to do that? But he starts sewing them up. You know, yeah. he's like, fuck it. I, I'll use what I got. I'll fuck it. Up. And he ended up patching up the wound uh, uh, pretty good there. And then uh, Francis is like, okay, while Richie's passed out, let me go ahead and handle my business. Uh, this important package here. Uh, it, it's kind of like, it was interesting because he once once Francis realized, you know, well, basically Leonard's asking too many questions now. And I really like this scene right here because Leonard's like, look, man, I don't I don't I don't know anything. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Please don't leave Richie here bleeding on my, you know, on my table. I don't want any part of this. And I like the dialogue where he's he he he, he leaves and he comes back in, he shuts the door and he goes, Well, it's too late because now you're in it. And now your family. Welcome to yeah. the family. <laughs> He's like, you're in it yeah. now, buddy. You're in it now. And as you can see there on the left is the briefcase. And uh, the briefcase is very important because there is a cassette. A very important cassette is in that briefcase. But he's leaving in there. He's got to go out and handle business before he comes back. So let's talk about the what's in that briefcase or talk about the, the importance of the cassette tape, OGP. So... Um... You know, and this this is what's interesting. Um, you know, the so the cassette tape, how and where it got there, we find out later in the film what what it really is all about. Mm. But um, yeah, that that cassette tape is supposedly, um, it, you know, a bug that was planted somewhere somehow, and it has critical information that can supposedly take down. Um, the um richie and francis's family did we ever get a name for the their... boils it was the, the boils okay yeah, the take boils. down the boils right and um it was so planted one of their hot spots yes they get all the information yeah and so that you know the interesting thing about that is you know um leonard kind of pits richie and francis against each other with mm-hmm. this tape to make them question who is this rat that may have, uh, you know, been, you know, ratting them out to the FBI. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so then they start to really lose trust in each other, which is cool because earlier in the film, like you were saying with Richie, kind of his dialogue with Leonard, it's like the mob, they're always testing people. Yeah, You know, it's yeah. like if, if you loose lips sink ships. And so if Leonard who, you know, that Richie wants to trust. If Leonard just is forthcoming with this information, the mob is going to have an issue with that just as much as they would if he lied to him. Right. So Leonard turns the tables and pits these guys against each other. Yeah. And it was just, it was brilliant the way he set that stage. And then it's like, Oh no, you know, they're, they're questioning each other. And, um, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess we did get an answer what was really going on with the tape, but um, you know, well, later it was on like, in the movie, like but... Leonard, like Leonard said, we he told I'm not Leonard, excuse me. Francis told Leonard before he left that we have friends in high places. That's why yeah. we got the tape. Yeah, uh, because there's a rat. We just got to find it. They don't know who the rat is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene you were talking, man, about the about the tape and and Leonard smartly in a very smart way pitting them against each other. Yeah, this was a great scene, dude. This yeah. is like one of the highlights because. I was kind of surprised by this because Francis was like not really backing down, even though 
that's his boss's son. And I, and I, love I was that. like really surprised, dude, yeah. what happened after that. And I love that in the writing because at that point, a lot of the audience is going to be going, Francis has to be the rat. He has to be the rat because he's so damn concerned about this tape and he doesn't want Richie to hear what's on it. So you're thinking yeah. the writers want you to think that even though they're, you know, eventually going to go a different direction with it. Right. So that was great. You know, and to me, the writing throughout this whole film was, I mean, it was brilliant because even from the very, the opening monologue there that went through the credits and into the first few minutes of the film, I'm sitting here watching this and we're just watching the cutter do do his work. And Mm -hmm. it was very beautifully shot. You know, the, the whole throughout the film, even though it was one location, it was just gorgeous. The entire thing was shot beautifully. But the dialogue at the beginning, I'm like, okay, what, you know, like, Where's at first, going? where are we going? Yeah. But it, it kept me interested. And so, and, and the, the metaphors and the things that they were comparing or, you know, the, the, you know, between a seamstress or a cutter and the outfit, the mob and all that. Yeah. Bringing those together. Uh, just the writing through the whole thing was really good. I, I really need to, you know, give them credit for that. You know, and especially just, you know, the way like throughout the film and where we are like in the discussion, you know, in the film right now with Mm -hmm. the tape and then, you know, against each other, uh, you know, Richie and Francis. It was just it was brilliant. And I I was really enjoying uh, the writing like throughout the whole film. But, um, you know, especially this point here. Yeah. And I was kind of like, wow, Francis is not backing down from his boss's son. (laughs) he's like so yeah you're correct like okay okay francis he's got to be the rat gotta be and then especially after he takes him out he kills his own boss's son yeah the mob boss that runs the town (laughs) he just straight shot him i was like holy shit yeah um but uh yeah so things get really interesting and then of course you know we got to hide the body now yeah uh you know poor leonard here he's just caught up in it he's like well what am i gonna do yeah and um of course, during this whole time, uh, uh, Richie's dad, uh, Mr. Boyle's on his way to the shop and uh, to get the, you know, to see how his son is doing and to claim the tape. And, you know, you know, Francis is hurrying up, cleaning up all the blood, doing what he can do. And then finally, Mr. Boyle, a.k.a. Mr. Big, <laughs> shows up. See that big guy in the back? That would be the fat samurai guy role. <laughs> There's just no dialogue, you know, just stand yeah. there, look big, you know. Just be you know, big. Like, yeah, just be yeah. big and, and look mean. <laughs> that would be the role. That he uh, but, yeah, he shows up. He goes, you know, where's my boy? Where's the tape? And then it gets, and then it gets, they have to, they have to, I think, again, the, like you said, the writing and the Leonard character being so fast and quick-witted and yeah. just kind of like, oh, he left. You know, <laughs> he's not your brother. I mean, your, your boy's not here. He's gone. Yeah. You know, he yeah. took the tape with him. You know, Francis was in on that too. He's like, oh yeah, he said he was going somewhere. And of course, the dad's pissed off. He's like, you let him leave. You yeah. know, he's like, well, you know how your son, you know how your son is. He's always trying to. He's always got something to prove. And he was embarrassed that you know he got shot and I shot everyone else and he didn't shoot that one person. So he's trying to be a man and be stupid. So. Yeah. So you know the the, the dad's like, okay, spread spread the word out there, you know, to, to to look for Richie and stuff like that. 
So uh, Francis leaves, uh, the big guy and the boss stays, and then we have some dialogue here. And uh, this was a great scene, too. Oh, I forgot another great scene. between Before Francis came back and him and Richie had that altercation, I really like the scene where uh, Leonard's sitting down with a, an, aw- an awakened uh, Richie. He gives, he's giving him tea and stuff like that. And I love that scene where he goes, I'm the rat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah. then, and it, it, was like a, it was like an intense scene. And then Richie's looking at him like, what? Yeah. You know? And then he starts, they both start laughing. He's like, you almost had me. Yeah. You almost had me, you little bastard. You know, yeah. I forgot about that scene. That was, that and, was really no, good. and that and that was good. And that that's the type of thing too, where where Leonard is almost he's like, I'm going to make you in your mind determine that I'm not the rat. So right, you right. know, you're not putting marbles in me, you know, by reverse psychology here. So it was again brilliant move on Leonard's part, but you know, credit the writers for coming up with you know, such you, you know, I mean, just these scenes they were all just captivating and you're <laughs> mm-hmm. like what's mm-hmm. going to happen next where are we going yeah but just each scene it, it was it was brilliant and and um no you're right that was that was a great scene and you know and at the end there the whole like ah you got me i, I, I reminded me the whole like you know ray liotta joe pesci like yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you think i'm funny yeah, yeah, what yeah. Kind of, <laughs> how, tell me i'm funny how am i funny uh funny what funny looking be- I, I can't do that Ray Liotta laugh, man. That's like an iconic laugh. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But this scene was this scene was tense was intense too because we have this really good dialogue back and forth about the men that are both talking about their tools of the trade. Yeah. So you have um, uh, Leonard talking about his tools of the trade, and of course, uh, I like how. Uh, Father Boyle here gives him his tools of the trade. He he says, "Hey, take a look at my pistol here. You know, this is this is my tool of the trade." And 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 they have a history because when he when he moved there from England, his first customer was uh, Daddy Boyle here, yeah. and uh, Mister Boyle has had he has a, he has a big he has a lot of respect for Leonard because he's high class. He's very educated. So he likes the fancier thing. So he's always looked up to Leonard in a way. Respect, respect, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it got intense here because I love how he's like, well, this is my tool of the trade. He gives him the pistol. And then right after that, he goes, so I need what I need you to explain to me is why is Richie's coat hanging on the wall in the back? Yeah. Because supposedly Richie left. Even yeah. though Richie's stuffed in the case in this in the other room, yeah, <laughs> he's like, so it's in it's December out here. Funny how uh, <laughs> Richie yeah. just ran out without his coat. Interesting. Yeah, that was you know? a great turn right there because I was so focused on you know the gun and the scissors or shears, you know whatever you want to call them. Uh, I you know focused on those and where they were going with those. And then for that conversation to go like, yeah, this is my tool, but what the hell's going on with the jacket over there? Like, oh, what? And then (laughs) it's like, okay, Leonard, now how are you going to get out of this? Exactly. And it wasn't looking too good. (laughs) No. No, Leonard, look at his face right here. I mean, Leonard was like, hey, he just left with it. You know, it wasn't wasn't looking so good. But right at this point, he had no choice. He was going to rat out Francis. Yeah, uh, he was about to, but right at that moment, 
Mabel shows yeah. up and she's like, oh shit, I came at the wrong time. Yeah. And then boom, look who came back to the place. Bam. Francis yeah. got a pistol on her and things get interesting because now she's involved and now they, now they feel, uh, you know, Hey, when Richie left, he probably went to her house, which is up the street. Right. Yeah. Um, and she's keeps saying, no, he's not there. Richie never came to my house. You know, I just needed something to, at work. Yeah. And so some, some more interesting tense dialogue goes on uh, back and forth, but she's involved now. It's not looking good. And meanwhile, while all this is going on, that casket's leaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that chest is leaking. It is not, not looking good. And basically, uh, old good old Leonard, man, because he's he's desperate at this point. He does not want. I mean, it's bad enough his life's on the line now. Now Mabel's life's on the line, so he comes up with the story that uh, no, there was a phone call. He goes and answers the phone. Yeah, and he and he's not in the same room. And he goes, oh, you know, he answers the phone and acts like he's talking to Richie on the phone. He's like, oh, you're at this location. Okay, I let your dad know. Yeah, he goes back in the room. He lets his father know. Richie's at this location. Of course, Daddy Boyle's kind of pissed. He doesn't want to go, but he leaves. Yeah. Uh, but Francis stays uh, back with them. So yeah. they all know, because he gave him a ghost location, so they all know once the dad gets there and doesn't see Richie, the dad's going to know something's wrong, come back, kill him. So they have to come up with some kind of plan. So out of nowhere, Leonard, uh, basically with Francis in the room, he starts talking to Mabel, and he goes, you're the rat, aren't you? <laughs> He basically puts yeah. her on blast. So yeah. this whole time, Mabel has been the rat. That's why Mabel was hanging out with. Uh, hold on a second. With with uh, Richie earlier in the movie. Yeah. Getting information. That's right. Yeah. Also, uh, the snow globes <laughs> was There's a way of transferring. You know, they were mailing her information. That you think it was a collection, but there's information in those things from the FBI. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she got put on blast, and then even Francis was like, what the fuck? <laughs> even Francis yeah. was like, you're the rat? Yeah. <laughs> like, you what know, is going on? It, you know, before this, you know, stepping back just a minute in the film, uh-huh. when, when Francis shows up, and, um, I'm sorry, when Mabel shows up, you know, with the, the Francis has the gun to Mabel's head, and then Francis is like kind of fearing he's trying to figure out what he can do to put the blame on somebody else, you know, to, to take, uh, uh, you know, take the focus off of him as probably as possibly, you know, having done something wrong. Yeah. So he's blaming, Oh, Mabel, Mabel, we got to, you know, so they're going to take her in the back and, you know, beat the crap out of her, do whatever they got to do. Oh yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. And you see the emotion in Leonard and kind of the flashback to, uh, you know, what you learn later in the film that, you know, supposedly he lost his family in a fire. Right. You know, back in London. And, and there's more to that that we learn <laughs> later in the film. I won't spoil yes. yet. But um, but you see that father daughter connection. Right. Really come to head. So what we established with their little banter and their conversation early in the film around the table, cutting and everything really was foreshadowing to, you know, his passion and his caring for her. Yes, as like yes. a daughter and so um it just it made that scene so powerful and yes. you know his the his and he he executed so well with you know the fear in his eyes and the the concern and the what mm-hmm. oh shit what do i do look so 
Yeah. yeah, it it was it was so good. And then yeah, that the phone ring was perfect timing, and that was like, okay, writers kind of gave us a little bit of a easy a out there. A little bit of an easy out, right? With, if you want, if you want to be nitpicking, right, right? Yeah, right, right. unless it would have been sweet if um, Leonard had like some secret buzzer he could hit to make his own phone <laughs> bell, you know, phone ring or something like that. But yeah, um, but it was just coincidental timing, but. They did explain why the phone rang when it did because he ended up saying, you know, eventually you find out that it was not obviously Richie saying because we knew Richie was dead, but right, we found out that it was somebody else in the gang trying to see if Richie had shown up, right? So, right. so it was plausible, but it was kind of a the one easy out with the writing, right, I guess. Right. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I'm glad you brought up that scene um, about the, the connection with the daughter uh, because I did, I forgot to mention that. Because at first, she asked him, well, why'd you leave London to come to the shop? Mabel did. And he goes, I like it here. And yeah. then after that, he, he got, the question kind of goes around some more. And then he starts saying, oh, it was those goddamn blue jeans. Blue jeans, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one photo of your James Dean and now, now everyone's blue jeans crazy. So I'm like, fuck this, I'm out, right? And yeah. then later, when it gets intense, you, you find out that the shop, there was a fire. He doesn't know how it happened. He was asleep, and he lost his shop and his wife and, and kid. And that's when he... You notice how the story just kind of es- escalates, but it'll escalate even more Yes, when we no. get to the finale. But before that, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, right here... So it's funny you mentioned this, Kevin. I have been planning on OGP coming over here Okay. And watching this movie. Okay. That's right. You got to see this movie, bro. Nice. <laughs> it's one of the best gangster movies ever made, bro. Okay. Rise okay. of the Foot Soldier. Yeah. I've been, nice. I bought it okay. and I've been planning it at some point in the future. You come over here. We have movie night. Yeah. Man, dude. I, I got to show you I'm, this, bro. I'm waiting and looking forward to getting back to our movie nights. And, yeah, uh, you know, you know, and I, it's like, you know, I know sumo works and, and I know everybody else works and, you know, but it's man, it is a blast. Just the two of us, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. popping in some of these, you know, either uh, off the wall movies we've never yeah. seen, or but um, you know, you, you, you yeah, you like I'm gangster flicks, bro. It. You're gonna like Rise of the Foot Soldier, man. Nice, you know, it's good shit. Uh, nice. Uh, let's see, uh, superhero movies. <laughs> He's talking. <laughs> superhero movies are the best movies. Is like completely destroying Love and Thunder. Check my review, my friend. If you have not seen it, you, I think you will be happy. Oh, um, uh, Wet Movie says you can suck it. Yeah, Wet Movie already did suck it, so that's okay. <laughs> he says he just got done filming with uh, Master Chaos, so that's yeah, cool. That's awesome. Some pickups awesome. today for that uh, movie that uh, somebody else we know stars in here. Oh, my goodness. We got, oh, you got a sexy sumo laughing here. He's like, damn blue jeans. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. Let's keep on going, man. We're having fun here. So yeah. Uh our boy here, Leonard, at this point. So basically earlier the the rival gang is the La, the La Fontaines. La Fontaine was the yeah. ones that hit and uh went after them and shot Richie earlier in the movie. You didn't see that, but it was, you know, that that's their rival gang. Yeah. So Leonard comes up with a great idea. He goes, "Look, you're 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 the rat, <laughs> okay? Uh, we need a way to figure this out because Father Father Boyle is going to realize Richie's not there at that location. He's going to come back. We're fucked. So he's like, "Look, go ahead, and I need you to communicate with uh, the La Fontaines 
and let's cut a deal, all right? Because he has the tape. He actually has the tape. Leonard has the tape. Yeah. And he goes, let's cut a deal. Let's give them the tape and uh, for, for some money. And uh, also, I need you to give LaFontaine's the location that I created for uh, where, you know, where Rich, Richie Boyle supposedly will be at. So basically, you kill two birds with one stone. We give the tape to the LaFontaine's. We get paid. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, Francis and all of them will live, you know, the LaFontaine's will go to that location. They're going to kill uh, the boy, the, what's left of the boils and everything's good. And he, I like the dialogue he had with Francis because Francis is like, this is, this is, this is Mr. Boyle. I can't betray him. I took six marbles for the yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, well, this is your options. You become number one and run Boyle's organization in his honor. <laughs> And get into the outfit, and I think I, I skipped a scene. Get into the outfit because that's yeah. what that was Boyle's dream was to get into the outfit. Yeah. Uh, and we finally find out in this dialogue uh, sequence when he was talking when they were talking about their tools. Yeah, uh, Mister Boyle mentions that that's his dream to get into the outfit, and the outfit was created by Al Capone, and they're like the uh, the underworld of United Nations, basically. <laughs> so they're everywhere. So that's his dream. If you get into, if you get into the outfit organization, you are in, you are, you, you, you're formally invited to the meetings at the hall of doom. That's <laughs> <laughs> the legion of doom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The legion, the hall of justice legion of doom. Yeah. My fault. My fault. No, it's all good. <laughs> uh, uh, but the Lafontaines, they don't want to budge. So that's why they're trying. That's why they have that rivalry. So that's the deal uh, they make. So before we get to the climax, am I missing anything else before we get to LaFontaine showing up? Um, I so, think I covered. Yeah, um, yeah, because you know, Francis, you know, finally has the realization that yeah, he's like, this has to happen. I have death. to do this. <laughs> And, you know, and we see it in Francis. We know he wants to run that family, mm-hmm. but we see, you know, the fear in him. And he's a smart guy. Obviously, to work his way up as high as he did, he's a smart guy. And right. so he's, you know, really questioning, you know, because a lot of heat can come back his way if anybody ever finds out that he's responsible for taking down the boils. Uh, so, you know, there's, right. it's it really, uh, you know, he, he battles with that decision there. And then finally, once he says, all right, let's do this. It's like, okay, now this is happening. The La Fontaines are on the way. And all I'm thinking in my mind is, okay, Leonard needs to kill uh, Francis because if he doesn't, when this is all said and done, yeah. Yeah. Francis can't go on leading his family having loose ends. Right. So I'm just going like something has to give. Yeah. And it gave. It, it gave yeah. later <laughs> yeah. on in the film. It gave, but uh, not at this point. So the buildup was really great here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is all like at, by this point in the film, because going in, I watched the trailer and all this. I just never realized it was really a one location film. Right. right. I thought that was just all they were giving us in the teaser. Right. And so um you wanted to see my, more outside the I did, but we didn't need it. At the end of the movie, I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm I'm okay. They executed so well we didn't need to. Right. Uh, it would have been nice to have some of the other stuff though. 
But yeah. um, by this point in the movie, I'm realizing this is a one location movie. We're not right. leaving this room. <laughs> Everything that's going to happen is going to happen right here. Right. So let's get down to business. Let's see right. where this is going. Right. And uh, so before the LaFontaines get there, they're about to they're about to walk in. And uh, Francis, he has to go. He has to hide. They can't see him. So Francis, with his pistol, hides in the closet in the back, or he goes in the room in the back. And while he's in that room, she's quickly Mabel's like, "He's gonna kill us," <laughs> you know, like you were saying, OGP. Yeah. Like Francis is gonna kill us, right? Yeah. So La Fontaine's come in, uh, and and they were interesting, and it was kind of funny because they're like, you know, I've been running rackets for 20, 20 years. And everything was fine, you know. I made something of myself, and as soon as we start making big money, here you guys come. <laughs> He's like, here the motherfucking boils, and all the people like the boils. Here you guys come. Once once we start making that big money, yeah. Oh, it's a problem now. Okay, I see. Which is, which was some, that was some funny dialogue, yeah. but um, you know, they come in for the tape. He's gonna give them the money. But quickly, because Leonard's he's 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 quick witted, he's smart. He signals without saying anything to them that Francis is in the back room hiding. Yeah. And then boom, Francis comes out. They have him. They shoot him, and then he drops. And uh, they give uh, the Lafontaines the tape. They keep the money, and she leaves. And everything seems to be fine as of now. And then we have yeah. this—we have the first big reveal to the second big reveal. First big reveal is Leonard basically talks about how he knew how everything—he knew everything was going on. Yes, he knew Mabel was the mole. I mean, the rat. Yeah, well, same thing, I guess. And uh, he's the one been fucking with the, with the packages. So there was really no the outfit organization themselves was not Never. looking at the boils at all. Yeah. They didn't give a shit about the boils. Yeah. But um, Leonard and was I, trying to uh, get rid of the riffraff. So he gives the cassette that he gave the Fontaines was a fake. It was one of his recordings, his uh, his cutter recordings, talking about what he does uh, in detail. That's what he gave the Fontaines. But he has the real cassette tape, and he gave that. He gives that to Marble to give to the feds. Marble, yeah. <laughs> I mean, marbles, <laughs> all these goddamn marbles. Marbles, these marbles. <clears throat> She's lucky she wasn't uh chewing some marbles over yeah. here. <laughs> he gives the the real cassette to Mabel, so she gets to keep. She gets the you know give the cassette to the feds, which yeah. fucks up the La Fontaines. Francis and the Boyles are all dead, and she gets to keep the money and finally go to Paris and enjoy life. And she's really sad. It's like a touching moment. She doesn't really want to leave Leonard. She yeah. actually asked Leonard to come with her. Yes. Uh, but he was yeah. like, no, this is my place. He's like, I've started. He's like, starting over a second time will be easier. Yeah. Um, and then. But but before before <laughs> oh, we ahead. move on with that. Go so ahead. do you really think that he didn't want to start over? Or was it kind of a la the end of the new, the Batman movie where Batman knew if she stayed in his life that his life would cause her hell. So probably she had to go. So I that's so. what I kind of think with Leonard, he's like, I can't go with you because what we find out, you know, and everything in yeah. the ties and all that yeah. would have made problems for her, could have been problems down the road. He had right. to distance himself from her. Right. So, you know, yes. there was that, but, but also I, I love the, um, 
you know, like with the with the tape and um, him, when you find out that he was the one planting all the the envelopes and messing with the tapes and all that stuff, it really at that point you're going like, man, this guy. I mean, he is good, but at the same time, these mobsters who would question him earlier in the film. We're not doing their true diligence because he was still hearing shit enough to be able to fool them. Right. And so right, right, it just right. shows how sloppy the boils were. Right. And right. maybe kind of why the outfit would really never want nothing to do with a sloppy and, family like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even though he was kind of in on it and trying to betray, uh, well, not betray, but he's trying to get rid of the riffraffs. Leonard is. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to get rid of the riffraffs. Yeah. Um, He's still could have anything could have gone wrong. He could have got killed at any point during that night if he fucked up. You know what I mean? So it wasn't yes. like he it wasn't like he was in control the entire time. Anytime he could have if he did something wrong or said something the wrong way or stepped the wrong way, he could have got shot. He could have got killed. And, and so I have still that I suspense. Have, I have thoughts on that mm-hmm. that uh that I'll hold off until after we talk about the finale here. Okay. And, yeah, and I can't why. Wait. I have those thoughts. Because, okay, so here's the big yeah. finale, guys. So, uh, I, I up to this point, I enjoyed the twist. I enjoyed the twist. And sometimes when you have too many twists, sometimes that can ruin a movie, and we're going to be talking about that very soon in our uh, suspense. <laughs> Who did suspense better? <laughs> Black Butterfly or Cold in July? We're going to talk, me and Lady Fab, are going to talk about that because we've just lost our fucking mind with one of the movies. <laughs> yeah. um, when you have too many twists, you can ruin shit. Anyway, uh, so the first twist, he was trying to get rid of the riffraff. There was no the outfit and all that stuff. And he was trying to help Mabel out. I was fine with all that. It, yep. it seemed to wrap up a little bit too sweet. Yeah. Um, but I was still fine with it because I was enjoying myself. But here you go, guys. I, and I, go. I knew this was going to happen. But, oh, I oh, knew oh, it was oh, going to happen. Oh, so so again, I was fine. I enjoyed the movie all the way up to this point. But yeah. something didn't sit right with me. Yeah. I like the twist, but something still didn't sit right with me. Because I was yeah. kind of like, how did he know about the outfit? How did he know about this underworld yeah like this you know i can i can suspend my disbelief for so much right yeah. the next scene answers that question <laughs> and i was like okay so you know you got a dead you got a dead francis in your you, you know in your in your in your shop you might as well just burn it down and start anew so he starts to uh you know slowly set the place ablaze yeah uh this is some time has gone by and Francis is not dead. Francis is still alive. Yeah. He slowly gets up to his feet. He still has the pistol. And our boy, it's not looking good here. Uh, yeah. And this is really great acting uh, from Leonard. He's like, he's, he, you can see the fear in his eyes. Yeah. He gets shot in the arm. He's trying to get away from, from, from Francis. And then the big reveal happens. And basically, it wasn't this magical fire that happened at his shop and you know because remember he said he was asleep he woke up the, pl- the place yeah. was ablaze and his wife and kid died oh no no our innocent lovable <laughs> <laughs> innocent lovable meek mild-mannered leonard yeah. oh oh 
motherfucker was a badass. Was and a badass. He was in the un- he was in that underworld. Yeah. He tried to leave the underworld. Yeah. And they came after him and fucked up his shot and killed his family. Yeah. That is why. That is the real reason why. It's not the blue jeans. It's yeah. not the fire that came out of nowhere. That's the real reason why yeah. Leonard and, and, and that's came why to America to start over. Why, yeah, and that's why yeah. he couldn't stay with Mabel, in my opinion. That he yes. couldn't stay with no, Mabel right. no, you're, because you're right he on. knew mm-hmm. he was always on the run. And yeah. so yeah. he he couldn't have Mabel with him to put her in jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, you know, but um, you know, but but uh shit. Where what, what else was I gonna say? But there was something else that uh, with Mabel. Uh, anyways, I'll get back to it. Go ahead. Right, right. Okay, so here we go. So this dude, you know, our 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 our, our shy, mild, meek mannered, wouldn't hurt a fly guy. Yeah, Leonard takes off. <laughs> he takes off his sleeves. He opens up his sleeves and stuff. You see Leonard tatted up. Yeah. So this this is not just in the gangster genre. This is a gangster moment. <laughs> okay, yeah. he's got tats all over the place, rolling yeah. up his sleeves, and he's like, "Francis, you fucked with the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have <laughs> fucked with the wrong dude. Yeah, yeah. And there's no more mild and meek Leonard. Oh no, those yeah. shears. <laughs> that is, he, he don't want nobody touching his shears. Even Boyle, yeah. we had a scene earlier. Boyle tried to touch his shears, and he he snatched it. Yeah. That's because uh, his wife gave him those shears, so they were dear to him. But he grabbed those motherfucking shears <laughs> and then stabbed his fucking shanked yes. Francis in the neck, fucked him up, blood yes. everywhere. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, no, no, no. That, that moment right there, I'm like, fuck yes, yes. No, like, and we, for being a one room drama, we finally got yeah. the real violence we needed. Yeah. And it was epic, man. The blood coming out of I mean, we got oh. a little bit with Richie being shot and bleeding right. out and everything, but this was hardcore. It was yeah. badass. It, I was absolutely I was, loved it. I was stunned, and that answered my question. It was like, why is this lowly cutter? How does he know about the underworld and the yeah. way to the way to you know kind of fool the boils and all that? Like, how yeah. would he even know how to do any of that? But boom, he's from that world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. And, and and that's where like earlier in the film, you, you know, you could you could write it off that, you know, how did you know, once you first learned about the twist of, of him fooling the boils, you could go, OK, well, he just overheard enough and everything. But yeah, when he pulls his sleeves up, you're like, oh, dude. And, and, and that scene when he put the shears through Francis's like neck up, you know, whatever, um, I was like. I was disappointed with the fact that Francis was still alive. I was like, that was, it was kind of hokey yeah, with him first, coming yeah. back. And like you yeah. said, it was like the, everything was wrapping up too perfectly. Right. We needed Francis to come back and, and create some drama. And uh, what I kind of felt about it being hokey with Francis still being alive mm-hmm. was totally wiped away by that end mm-hmm. altercation between Francis and Leonard, where yes. Leonard just, I mean, I'm right there with you. Stuck it to him. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, so, hold on a second. Um, so Leonard was actually Yakuza. Anti <laughs> 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 uh, Hero says North London Mafia. There you go. Uh, but yeah, dude, like, I was like, holy shit. And just like a straight up G, 
puts his coat on because the place is still going up in flames. Yeah. Puts his coat on, puts on a little hat, yeah. grab his bag, slowly, like a G, walks out the shop as it sets ablaze. Credits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Very well done. Yeah, you see. Yeah, time for yeah, a hot right. dog. Yeah, let's go to yeah. Chicago and get a hot dog over here. <laughs> yeah, I, I needed I needed uh, a break from the bullshit, bro. I needed yeah. a break from triple A big budget disappointments. Yeah. And you needed a break from the bottom of the barrel stuff. Well, you know, so this and, was a nice little break. I enjoyed the film. Yeah, and, and so and here's the thing. Um, you know, and, and there's, there's a movie that, uh, that, that what movie one and I saw that I can't talk about that is, it is big budget stuff. And, um, you know, I'll, 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 you know, I'm not supposed to say anything you and I can talk about later, you know, whatever. Okay. But, um, but I did see something that was big budget that was like, ho-hum, uh, you know, and then also just coming out of Thor, which I was like. I didn't. I, I did not. It didn't piss me off as much as it did hardcore MCU fans. Okay. But I didn't love it like casual fans did. And there was, right. you know, like you're in the middle. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of like, hey, you know, if you were, uh, if a mom took her 13 year old kids or you know, 10 year olds, they probably had fun with Thor. Right. Right. I was like, I walked out and I was like, the story did nothing for me. Had mm-hmm. some funny moments, you know. It was, it was, you know, mixed bag there. But I just, I was like, I don't know, because I'm kind of feeling some like, not just MCU, but you know, comic book movie fatigue. Uh, there's just been so many of them, you know, between DC and MCU. It seems like they're cranking out like you know seven or eight blockbusters every year. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I loved the Multiverse of Madness. I loved the when they're, you know, when they're Spider-Man good, they're good. Last year. When they're yeah. good, they're good. It's just we're getting more disappointing to bad than yeah. good. You know, but I mean? not only so. not only was you know, and I, I and I know like a lot of you know they went too far with the comedic elements in this latest Thor, and I, I know that was <laughs> a, an issue for you and Fat Blood. But um, not only that, but it just seemed like so much of the effects looked cartoonish, mm-hmm. and so. For me, you know, I, I've said it before. I'm not the biggest monster movie fan. I I can appreciate a good, you know, hey, Rawhead Rex, whatever, let's do this, you know. But <laughs> you know, some things like that from time yeah, to time yeah, yeah. are fine. Pumpkinhead, yeah, yeah. love me some Pumpkinhead. Yeah, but so I don't li- need you that. like them. Yes, I mean, yeah. but I mean, I don't like Jaws. Right. You know, I like yeah. you know the, uh, the, the 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 Jurassic Worlds and parks and stuff. Never cared for those. Okay. But um but I I just there's so much evil in human beings that I think there's still so much more to explore in that and I love it. And that's why a simple movie like this and I you mm-hmm. know I say simple because it was just it was yeah. very in depth as far as the writing and the plot mm-hmm. but it was yeah. simple because it was all contained in one location. Uh that was I just love the story. I love, give me a good story. And that's where, you know, like so many of these comic book movies, this cookie cutter formula where, you know, you, you have a bad guy or you have a, you have a good guy perceived as a bad guy has some trouble. Then he has to save the planet. Then everybody loves him. Like, right. okay, we, we do the same damn thing every single time. And, uh, right. 
So to get in, to break away from that, to give me a good story. And that's where, you know, like this, is this in my top five, uh, you know, going, going back to the outfit, is this in my top five, uh, monster movies movies of all time? No. Right. But it is good. Mm -hmm. And and I kind of compare it uh, similarly to the Irishman where there wasn't as much action in the Irishman and it was long. But you give me a good story, you're in, and you keep me entertained. I'm in. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what was it somebody told me, and I totally agreed with them. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna paraphrase it. But it was something along the lines of, "We love our fast food." I mean, come on, look. Hey. <laughs> we love our fast food of cinema, right? Yeah. But sometimes you get tired of the same old, same old fast yeah. food. You want something a little different, maybe a nice. Yeah. well-cooked steak oh yeah that you have once in a while right you could take a break right you can, yeah. you, can you can have you, there's that balance right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have the salad one day and you can have the, the the pizza the other day yeah and uh the outfit for us was the salad for sure uh, yeah. but yeah man i'm glad we didn't waste our time and money uh with us no. i really enjoyed it yeah uh, and, sure. and, and it's it's probably i enjoyed it enough that I'll probably pick up a copy of it. Uh, I'll right. probably grab it. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it's, you know, you, you love, you know, hey, if a King Kong or a Godzilla movie comes out, it's probably going to wind up on your shelf. If a mob <laughs> movie comes out, it's probably going to wind up on my shelf. Yeah, you know, yeah, unless yeah, yeah. it's just that damn bad that you're like, ah, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's just yeah, it's it's good enough that I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll probably get a copy of it. Oh, that's that's awesome. I'm sure it won't even even be that expensive when it comes out. No, pro- probably probably uh, not. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, really enjoyed it. Uh, let's go ahead and rate this some bitch OGP. Yeah, Are yeah, we using? Yeah. Do you ever? What's your rating on your? Do you do the letters? I well, so Are you numbers on, on, on my channel? channel. Yeah, no, I just I, I usually. I'm the weirdo. Fluffy and I have changed our rating so many times because it was how many beers does it take to oh, get through a movie? Right. So if you know if a great movie would be one beer because you only okay. need one beer. So the All lower right. the number, the better. But um, but that confused too many people. So we switch it around, just went one to ten. But um, I think you know, for your channel, don't we know you normally do like a one through five? Uh, we changed like ours too. So we're letting oh, did now. you? So oh, you C, let, okay. So C is average. Okay. So what are you, what are you giving the outfit? Um, I get an A minus. Oh, look at that! Yeah. All right, awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome, great. Uh, Samurai guy is gonna give the outfit a B plus. Yes, really, really, really enjoyed it and highly recommend it uh, for sure. Very good, very good. Yeah. All right, uh, we have here in the column. I'm going back to the comments here. We have Kevin saying. Uh, Everything everywhere all at once is was my steak and salad. Yes, yeah. yes, this movie's fucking great, dude. I don't no, no dude, spoilers, please. No, no spoilers. Dude, I haven't seen movie, it yet. I'm dying dude, to see this movie, dude. This movie, bro, is fucking nuts. Yeah, it's it's so over the top, but in such a fun way. So when, uh, highly recommend it, man. And 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 I'm uh, you know I'm probably gonna watch it tonight just to get it out of the way. But um, don't watch it tired. It's lengthy, so okay. <laughs> but you know I, I like when I first saw that trailer, I was like, "This is badass." You have just combined, um, well, son of a bitch. We're, um, goddamn, I'm drawing a blank. Mayhem. You have just combined mayhem with. 
the multiverse of madness here. And you <laughs> there know, you go. And yeah. that's what I took away from the trailer. That's yeah. what I took away from the trailer. Yeah. And so, and then to see uh, so nuts, dude. dude you're, no, there, I, I, I'm not gonna ruin it, but there's okay. scenes in here, bro. Me and Lady Fat Blood were dying laughing, bro. Nice. We were like, nice. <laughs> and uh, and uh, short round, son. Short round from Temple yeah. of the Doom is in it. Yes, that's and, right. And I think he's coming. He's gonna. He's gonna come out of retirement. Coming out soon now, right? Oh, I hope so. He was. He was. He was great out. in this. Yeah. And Michelle Yeoh is yeah. always great. But yeah, we, we, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about that. Uh, before we wrap it up, OGP, what do you have to say to your fans and followers? Anything coming up? Yeah. Uh, so, so as a matter of fact, so the the most so tomorrow morning, ten a.m. I have a video. I went to Dollar Tree again yesterday. A lot of, uh, people on my channel love the Dollar Tree videos. I really scored at Dollar Tree. I, I oh, walked out did. of there with seven Blu-rays, seven Blu-rays yesterday. Some good stuff there. Some great titles. Um, and mixed with that, just because the video wasn't long enough, my Kino Lorber sale unboxing in that same video tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Total, it's less than 15 minutes, but it's there's a lot of goodness packed in there. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be on uh, my Killer Podcast channel, uh, where, where that's nice. going to be the bottom of the barrel uh, reviews of, I'll say the Dark Tower. I'll say Dark Tower. Yeah, but uh, I'm not even going to mention because I don't want to give this shitty movie any extra pub. But we're going to be talking about two movies there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, But then Friday, I have my uh, Arrow Video Criterion unboxing of my mail order because they didn't have everything in the store. And um, you know, I've just I've got so much going on. And uh, man, there's 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 a lot going on. So just if you haven't already, please uh, check out the channel when you got time. Uh, all you got to do, you go on to, uh, you know, I'm sure Samurai got links, but if you just go up in the search on YouTube and you just said OGP, you'll find me, you'll find me. And I have two channels. I started like a backup channel, kind of like you got with the dojo, just because I'm doing a lot of movie reviews and they're not getting the views. And so I'm trying to pull the things off the channel that aren't, uh, you know, as interesting to fans or viewers as, uh, right. some of the other stuff I'm doing. So I'm putting all those movie reviews on one channel. And so th- that's there. So I've got the two. So y- you never know when that's coming, but Monday always at, at five, I do my, my five o'clock on the West coast. I do my uh, live stream Monday night. It's the only night I go live. Uh, but then Wednesday, Friday, and then either Saturday or Sunday, I'm having videos. So tons and tons of content, lots of fun. Uh, got some more conventions coming up, man. Um, just a lot, lot going on. So, um, you, you know, if you come over and check it out, you'll have some fun. There you go. And I did put it in the description box below so you guys can subscribe to the OGP. A lot of awesome stuff there. That's right. Thank That's you, how sir. I do. I take care that. of my own, son. I, I take care you. of my own. I appreciate you. Man, yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I can't wait. Sorry, I mean, I didn't mean to cut oh. you off there, but I can't wait until, you know, things get to the point, you know, with the uh, the madness going on in the, the, the samurai household there to where we can get back to doing those. That movie nights fun, and man. hanging out and yeah. kicking and stuff yeah it was always a blast and uh look at looking forward to doing that again oh yeah oh yeah for sure and if you're new here thanks again for watching hanging out don't forget to subscribe to the old samurai guy lots of content coming soon and don't forget if that's a big if you guys are at san diego comic-con that's right thursday july Ooh. 21st that's right your boy is on the kung fu extravaganza panel with rick myers a whole bunch of other special guests so if you're there 
That's right. Thursday, July 21st, 8 p.m. Pacific time. That's badass. GP, man. You're funny. That is that is badass. Uh, no, that's, room that's really six cool. A. Yes. So make sure you guys say hi. Come up, talk to me. Let's have some yeah. fun if you're there. All right, guys. Thanks again. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. You know, a lot more content coming soon. Uh, check out my trailer reaction at Day Shift. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Check that out. And uh, we'll see you on the next one, guys. Keep watching movies, especially motherfucking mob movies, baby. <laughs> That's right. You, oh, why? Why? Oh. Hey, you part yes, of the family. You guys, what are you doing over here? You're part yes. of the family oh. now. <laughs> part of the family. What are you going to do, baby? I got to do my De Niro, son. I got to do my De Niro. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, my, I had to go, go to my Ray Liotta. See you on the next one, guys. Oh, man. Take care. Bye. <laughs> really old it. Show the fucking blood.